The kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. You have tuned in to Kingdom Encounter with Glenn Blakeney. Connect with us for powerful, life-changing teaching and guest interviews that will inspire you with hope and equip you with the knowledge and skills needed to fulfill your destiny in the kingdom of God. Now, here is Glenn Blakeney. Hey, everybody, Glenn Blakeney here. Wow, I'm just looking forward to taking a few moments and sharing with y'all. Um, we're going to be talking about the apostolic, and over the next few weeks, I'm going to really dive into the specific attributes of the apostolic. You know, there are a lot of people that talk about the apostolic. They even use the title apostle, but they honestly don't understand the apostolic. The Bible speaks about in 2 Corinthians 12, verse 12, the signs of an apostle. And then going over to Revelation chapter 2, the church of Ephesus was commended because they tested those who claimed to be apostles, but in fact were really not genuine apostolic leaders. So guys, I'm going to talk about apostolic attributes, okay? And this session today, we're going to delve into the first characteristic of an apostle, apostolic attributes, and that is specifically reaching the unreached. So, hey, I'd love for you to go ahead and share this, apostolic attributes. We're going to talk about reaching the unreached, and that's a huge part huge part of the apostolic. Hello there, Denise. Bless you. Thank you, guys. Go ahead. If you would be so kind, just hit the share button. Let's get this message out. Let's make sure the church is really being built on the authentic foundation of apostles and obviously prophets as well. First Corinthians 12, 28, Ephesians 2, 20. But particularly apostles, you know, we see on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit was poured out that um, after this harvest came in, these believers gathered and it says they they devoted themselves continually to the ministry of the word, to prayer, um, I'm sorry, to fellowship, breaking of bread, to prayer, and to the apostles' teaching. Wow. A lot of people really don't care about this. They just want revival or they just want to see a blessing. But let me say something, guys. This is so significant. There must be reformation and not just revival. We need both, obviously. But we need reformation, too. And one of the clear um, mandates the Lord has given me is to see revival to see the Holy Spirit poured out, signs and wonders and miracles. And we see that happen. We've been seeing that happen for years, but also to bring alignment into the church so that every saint is connected to the fivefold and that the church is being built on the foundation of apostles and prophets, which clearly was the way in the New Testament. It doesn't mean just the scriptures. Certainly, it involves the scriptures. But as I said, the early church in Acts chapter 2, where they, they were not only committed to the the Old Testament scriptures. Obviously, they didn't have the New Testament at that time. It had not yet been written, but they were also uh, involved. They were committed to the teaching of the apostles as well. So let me just uh, direct your attention to Romans chapter 15 for a moment. Romans chapter 15. And I remember 
Several years ago, I was sitting in the parking lot of a very well-known ministry, and um, I was about to go in and preach. I was about to go in and speak in the chapel service of that ministry. Very well-known evangelistic ministry. They've raised up evangelists, sent them out all over the world, and as I was there. And I was waiting to be able to go in and, 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 and minister because I came a little bit earlier. I, I was sitting in my car in the parking lot. I opened my Bible to Romans 15. I just really opened the Bible and it fell open to Romans 15. And as you begin to read that, and unfortunately, I just tried to open it on my iPad, but it says I don't have an internet connection. I'm not able to actually read it with you. But let me just share this with you. Romans 15, starting in verses 18 through, say, 20, 21. This is the gist of what Paul is saying. First of all, Paul had basically finished preaching the gospel um, everywhere in the Roman Greco world at that time. And now he's saying, I need to continue to take the gospel to the unreached. So he's writing to those in Rome, talking about going there and then preaching the gospel in Spain. So Paul's constantly thinking about reaching the unreached. So he mentions how he preached the gospel with signs and wonders and miracles. And he bore witness to the message of the gospel, the kingdom that way. But then he says, it's always been my aspiration, my ambition, Paul says, to preach Christ where he has not yet been been revealed or known. And he talks about how he didn't he would not build on another man's foundation. And really, guys, that's so important. You know, First Corinthians three talks about the uh, apostle being a foundation layer, and Paul mentioned how he was one who who um, you know sowed, and then Apollos came and watered, and God gave the increase, referring to the church in Corinth. But we have to understand that there are apostles that are clearly called to lay foundation, to build, not just churches. Guys, that's not what Paul is really talking about there. But he's talking about preaching the gospel to the places where where there's not been any ministry yet. And and where they haven't heard the gospel. So this is very important. When we talk about apostolic attributes, one of the most significant things and the things that we are so out of sync with in the body of Christ today is taking the gospel to the nations, the unreached people groups. Paul writes all about that in Romans chapter 15 and elsewhere. So I wanna just share some statistics with you. And um, first of all, let me just preface what I'm about to say by clearly giving credit where credit is due. Um, this, the bulk of this material I'm about to share comes from a video called The State of the World, and it's from uh, Global Frontiers. You can actually watch this video on YouTube and follow those guys, okay? So currently, the population of the world is 7.84 billion. Wow, that's a lot of people. 7.84 billion people. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 28, 19 and 20, that his disciples were to go into the world, make disciples of all the nations, 
baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach them to obey everything that he had commanded. Lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the world or the end of the age. Now, we often refer to that as the Great Commission. I call it the Royal Commission because it's about establishing the gospel, the kingdom. Um, I've just posted a video on this, by the way, on my YouTube channel. Uh, just literally, I think it was last night, uh, a message on the gospel of the kingdom, kind of introducing it, the basic concepts of the gospel of the kingdom. If you would be interested in watching that, follow me on YouTube, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Glenn Blakeney 777 on YouTube. And guys, so he's talking about reaching the unreached. Okay, Matthew 24, 14, Jesus said this gospel of the kingdom will be preached throughout the world as a testimony or a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. So they had asked him a question in verse three, the disciples, what will be the sign of your coming in the end of the age? And so he clearly answers them when the gospel of the kingdom is preached throughout the world as a witness or a testimony to all the nations, then the end will come. So how are we doing? How are we doing? Well, again, let me just share with you some statistics. 7.84 billion people in the world today. Basically, the population of the world can be split up into three sections based on those who have access to the gospel and claim to be Christian nations, um, those who have access to the gospel but by and large have rejected the gospel, and then the other third would be those who basically have, do not have any access to the gospel. There's no churches, there's no ministries in that part of the world. And honestly, guys, the population of the world can almost be split up one-third one-third, one-third in those three categories I just mentioned. So the first category is World C. World C means basically the population of the world that professes to be Christian. It's important to note that not all of those who profess to be Christian really are. They merely identify themselves as Christian, maybe because of a result of a nominal belief in Jesus Christ, or because the vast majority of people in their country profess to be one type or one segment of Christianity or, or one uh, expression of Christianity. So they profess to be, but not all who actually say they're Christian are. In fact, the vast majority of them in World C really don't know Jesus Christ. They're just religious and they have a form of godliness, but they have no power. So. How many people in the world, the world's population of 7.84 billion live in World C? 33%, 33% live in World C. That's a lot of people. All right, World B. World B, 38% of the global population lives in this, uh, is, can be divided into this segment. Um, and that literally constitutes a lot of people and it represents those who live in nations where they have a level or a degree of access to the gospel. There's churches and Bibles in their nations, but for the most part, these have rejected the gospel. They've chosen to reject the gospel. Europe would be a great example of that. 
And, um, you know, there's other places in the world as well. And even as things have changed uh, significantly in Canada as well, Australia, other places. So, guys, this is are, are the places in the world where they have access to the gospel. Okay, they can get Bibles. There's churches nearby. But by and large, for the most part, they have rejected the gospel of Jesus Christ. 38% of the world. Now, world A... World A is 29% of the global population. And that's one, basically one out of every four people who have never heard the name of Jesus Christ and who have no chance of hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ by and large, because really there's no ministry going there. Now, a lot of times we would refer to this, this segment of the population as the UPG, the unreached people groups, which typically constitutes um, the what they use the acrostic uh, thumb, which is tribal, Hindu, unreligious, Muslim, and Buddhist. Okay, so this would be unreached. That means that about two percent, at the very most, of the population are Christian. And what that means uh, is they're Christian in name, basically. They, they're they not able to, to reach their own population. But a lot of those who live in World A are what we would refer to as UUPG, W-U-P-G, which means unengaged, unreached people groups, which means no one is engaging in reaching them. No one basically, by and large, is going after them and trying to reach them. And a lot of those, the vast majority, are, of course, are in the 1040 window, what we call the 1040 window. Now, the interesting thing, guys, when you look at these statistics and you see um, how many people there still are in the world, there's still billions of people that literally need to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. There's still uh, in excess of 2 billion people that need to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, and they have no access to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, let's talk about missionaries. How many missionaries do we have in the world currently? Those who have left their country, um, by and large, I'm referring to now to go to another culture, another nation, another people group. Okay, here's some statistics for you. One um, out of every four Christian, I'm sorry, one out of every 1,800, one out of every 1,800 Christians in World C um, has decided to serve as a cross-cultural missionary. One out of every 1,800. So what that means is we have about four 100,000 missionaries to reach the world's population, okay? 400,000. Now, interestingly, listen to this, guys. This is heartbreaking. 72% of all the missionaries, of the 400,000 missionaries we have, are going to World C, where there's already churches, there's already um, Christians and Bibles and ministries and, and Christian media and so on, okay? That is absolutely heartbreaking when you think about that. Now, that is a significant part of the population is being, a missionary population is going to 
those who already have access to the gospel. 72%. 25% of all missionaries are being deployed to world B. World B is those who have some access to the gospel and there are churches present there, okay? So that means that only 3%, 3% of the entire missionary force that is being deployed, that's about 400,000 missionaries worldwide, only 3% are going to 29% of the world's population. That is the segment of the world's population that has not heard the gospel and basically has no access to the gospel. That is crazy. That is sad. That is heartbreaking. Now let's talk about, let's talk about um, money. How much money is being given into ministry and into missions. Okay, World C, the combined income of all Christians in World C comes to 42 trillion, 42 trillion dollars. And of that 42 trillion dollars, US dollars, okay, listen to this, 700 billion is being given in total to Christian causes. That's every type of Christian cause you can imagine. That would be, um, you know, not only missions, churches, other ministries, whatever it may be, Christian media, okay, 700 billion. Okay, what that means is that in World C, less than 2% of, of, of what Christians own is being given. On an average, Christians give no more than 2% of their income, okay, is being given to missions, to ministries, to the church, whatever. And I just want to encourage you, if you've just jumped on this Facebook Live, you need to please go back and listen to it from the beginning once we're done the live stream, because uh, if you just listen to what I'm sharing now, it really won't make much sense to you, okay? So please go back. So 400,000 missionaries worldwide, and we have 45, are you ready? $45 billion to support them, okay? All of the money that is being used for missions worldwide is 45 billion. How is it being allocated in terms of world C, world B, and world A? And that's what I mean when you go back uh, and you actually uh, watch this video and you understand what I mean by world C, world B, and world A. So how much is being spent in these various um, categories of, of the world? Okay, are you ready for this? 45 billion is being given to missions. That's just a little bit over 6% of what Christians are giving worldwide to, um, to missions, okay? And, and that, that means, guys, that 45 billion is being given to missions. That's it. 6% of all the money that we, that we give to ministry is going to missions in World C, in World B, and World A. In fact, it is reported that Every year, more money is being embezzled from the church than is being given to missions. 
more money every year is being embezzled from the church than is actually given and allocated to missions. All right, so how much is going to world C? How much is going to world B? And how much is going to world A? You're gonna be shocked. Maybe you won't. World C, of that $45 billion, 87% is going to world C, where we already have churches, we already have ministries, we already have Bibles, Christian media, you know, some places um, in abundance, okay? And I'm not saying we, we don't, uh, we shouldn't, we shouldn't um, reach out into, you know, World C areas. You might live in a nation where there's a lot of churches. I'm not saying we don't reach out because I'm going to add uh, something to my closing comments. It's going to actually make this situation even worse and even more concerning. Okay. Now we're talking about apostolic attributes and why people who say they're apostles, they need to be tested. Revelation 2, this says the church in Ephesus tested those who claimed to be apostles and proved that they were not apostles. 2 Corinthians 12 verse 12 talks about the signs of an apostle. Okay, very, very important that we get this right. All right, so listen to this. Five, okay, so of the 45 billion, sorry guys, that is going to missions worldwide, 39 billion is going to World C, where there's already Christians, there's already ministries and churches. That's 87%. 87% is going to World C, okay? Listen to this. $5.4 billion, or 12%, goes to World B. That is World B, again, is they do have access to the gospel. There is churches there, there are churches there, but by and large, that segment of the world has rejected the gospel. That means that 1%, 1% of that uh, 45, 400, sorry, $45 billion, 1% is being allocated and given to World A, which is the unreached. They have not heard the name of Jesus. They do not have access to the gospel. There aren't churches. There aren't preachers. There aren't small groups. There are. There is really no Christian media. You know, we, we are doing training and equipping with leaders in unreached people groups, and some of them, um, they can't not join us on, on the live streaming we're doing because those particular platforms are blocked. You know that Zoom is blocked in Cuba? They cannot watch Zoom, for example. So, guys, that means that 1% or $450 million is being used to go to the unreached people groups of the world. Put that in perspective. Americans, okay, spend more money annually on Halloween costumes for their pets. Americans spend more money annually on Halloween costumes for their pets than is given to missions to reach the unreached people in the world. Wow. Wow. Make us weep. Lord, help us. So, guys, to summarize, only 3% of the missionary, our missionary force worldwide it, with 1% of our global missions budget is going to reach the unreached. Wow. And 
we need to focus on the unreached. Listen, Acts 1.8, Jesus said, you will receive power. Why? Power for purpose, not power to prophesy to the same old Christians week after week, but power to be a witness, witness unto me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. It's always about reaching the people where you are once they're reached, going to the next people group. Some of them can be in your area. For example, do you know in the United States, there are 350 unreached people groups in the United States? Australia has over 50 unreached people groups. Guys, there are unreached people groups. Our brother says the unreached uh, tribe of Pokot in Kenya. That's great. God bless you for doing that. But guys, the gospel, the apostolic, is about advancing the gospel of the kingdom to all people everywhere so that everyone hears the name of Jesus Christ. If you say you're an apostle, listen, I believe it is critical that you have a heart and you begin to strategize, how can we reach the unreached? Perhaps it's the unreached people in your city. It could be international students. Now, we don't necessarily have to go to the, the other nations. Uh, the mission field is here. There's international students, there's refugees, there's immigrants, many of them in our cities coming from nations of the world where they do not have access to the gospel. World A nations, in other words. And I realize not everyone can go to the mission field. I get that. But we can all pray. We can all give. And some of us can go. Some of us can go. Now, let's look at what Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14. The gospel of the kingdom will be preached as a witness or testimony to the nations. And then the end will come. The gospel of the kingdom. I've been contending for a while and recently we've been just re-emphasizing and reiterating this truth is that the gospel that is being preached in america in many nations of the world not just in the western nations i i go to you know places in asia there's christians there in africa and we begin to minister in these nations and we meet with the leaders and we find out that they're preaching a gospel that is i, I won't call it a, a false gospel even though I'm tempted to do so at times. But I will say it is an in, incomplete gospel because why? There's no power. It does not demand lordship of Jesus Christ. It does not challenge people to take up their cross and follow Jesus Christ. Guys, we are offering a free course right now. It's free. We're not asking you for any money on the gospel of the kingdom. How do I step into the gospel of the kingdom where I see the power of God, signs and wonders and miracles, healings and deliverances, the true sign of an apostle. And as I've already mentioned in Romans 15, Paul talks about from Jerusalem to Illyricum, he, he preached the gospel with signs and wonders and miracles happening. And he says, so that the gospel was fully preached. In the Greek language, it literally means the gospel was fulfilled because it was not not only in word, but it was in power with signs, wonders, and miracles. The gospel that is only in word is not the full gospel. It is not the whole gospel. It is not the gospel of the kingdom that Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, must be preached, will be preached through all the nations of the world, and then the end will come. If you want to connect with our ministry, 
guys, then here's what you do. Go to awakenations.org. We have something called the Kingdom Community. We are not uh, looking to fund ministries. So if that's your motive, you're just looking for financial help, please do not connect with us. We offer free training. Training that will help you step into the realm of miracles, signs, and wonders. And you will see the supernatural power of God. Listen, so many people are looking to man for provision. God, come on, I have to look to God myself. And I've been doing it for years, guys. And God has been faithful. And I'm still continuing to look to him for greater breakthroughs, for resources, to be able to preach the gospel to the unreached people groups of the world. But if you want to connect with us, go to awakenations.org forward slash community. There you can read about our kingdom community. Awakenations.org forward slash community. Sign up for our email list. You'll get information. This is your last chance to sign up for the gospel of the kingdom course. Also, we're offering apostolic centers, how to shift your church, your ministry into an apostolic paradigm. These courses are offered live once a month on Zoom. It's actually the third Wednesday here in uh, North America time. Uh, Dallas, Texas time would be 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. We have two classes. Gospel of the Kingdom, then Apostolic, and then 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. We offer them again for everyone uh, around the world, literally the time zone that you're in, guys. So my name is Glenn Blakeney of Awake Nations Ministries. And understand the kingdom of God is not in word, 1 Corinthians 4.20. It's not in logos, but it's in power. It's in dunamis. Dunamis is translated mighty works or miracles. Like when Jesus went to Nazareth and it says he couldn't do any mighty works or miracles there. That's the word dunamis. God wants to give you that power. That is the gospel of the kingdom. God wants to use you to advance his kingdom on the earth in the power of the Holy Spirit. He will give you supernatural provision. He will open doors for you. He will give you favor. If your heart is pure and you're not building your own ministry or your empire, but you are building and advancing the kingdom of God all for his glory. It's not about our ministries. It's about his majesty. If your heart is pure and you are seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these things will be added unto you, Jesus said. Let God be true and every man a liar. Stop being a pauper, having that pauper beggar mindset. Look to God. Jesus is a rewarder of those that diligently seek to him. Trust him. Second Corinthians 1 9, we have the sentence of death in ourselves that so we might not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. He wants to show you his resurrection power in your finances, in seeing miracles, signs and wonders, in, in seeing your family saved and seeing your ministry advance and, and breakthrough and favor. Even with leaders, God can use you to give you breakthrough and favor with leaders all over the world. If your heart is pure and your motive is right, God will use you. Bless you guys. My name is Glenn Blakeney, Awake Nations Ministries. Head over to awakenations.org forward slash equip to sign up for our free training courses. This is your last chance because we're closing the door literally um, this month in July. Our next meeting is on the 18th of August. And also interest in our kingdom community, head over to awakenations.org forward slash community. Please follow me on Facebook. Would you 
really share this video if it's touched you. If you believe in what I've shared in this message, I believe it's biblical. Would you share this video? Would you follow me on um, Facebook just because I want to get the word of God out? That's the only motive. Um, we're also available to come to your city, your region, and minister. We cover our own expenses, so where you don't want to be a, a burden to anyone. Uh, just contact me. Go to my website, awakenations.org. Hit the contact button, and you can invite me. Of course, we appreciate those who partner with us monthly. You can give at awakenations.org forward slash donate as well. Thank you so much, guys. Bless you. We love you in the name of Jesus. Please share this video again. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Kingdom Encounter with Glenn Blakeney. To learn more about us, including how to connect to our kingdom community, please visit our website, awakenations.org. Again, that website address is awakenations.org. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so other listeners like you can receive powerful, life-changing teaching. We appreciate that effort, and we hope you'll join us again in the next episode of Kingdom Encounter. Potential. It's all around us all the time, but it's often left untapped. Waste No Potential is a new podcast dedicated to the stories of visionary leaders who discovered opportunities the rest of the world missed. Follow me, Alexandra Samuel, as I uncover some really clever ways people make the most out of potential for themselves and for their businesses. Listen to Waste No Potential wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, what's this? Zenny's 3D Virtual Try-On. Pretty cool, right? Wait, are those prices real? Do they have glasses for men? Yep, they also have affordable blue light glasses. Seriously? At those prices? Get them all. I like where this is going. Zenny.com. Prescription glasses starting at six ninety-five.